We are live. Live, ready. Do we have an intro? I don't even remember. <laughs> it's been so I long. I believe we used to pop an energy drink, but 2021 uh, seems to be about not dying yep. and more health. Gotta put our health first. Andrew Atkins is live on Facebook. Good to know. So, thank you guys for not telling me that I was morbidly obese in our last episode. Which was like two months ago. Two months ago. It's been a crazy two months. And it we're was gonna doom and gloom. We're gonna fill <laughs> you in on a lot of stuff. And uh, but to just give you an update, I have slimmed her down. I'm down 13 pounds. I'm currently 220 from uh, 233 I was at the peak of that video and I couldn't even catch my breath <laughs> on camera. I was morbidly appalled by what I was seeing. So um, that's exciting. Uh, that was not a New Year's resolution. We'll talk about New Year's resolutions in this as well and versus lifestyles and uh, go from there. But today we're gonna do a double, mainly for the live audience. So there's gonna be two videos. We're gonna catch up a little bit. Just a little bit. And uh, I'll wait to give you the topic of the second video because it's gonna be pretty heated <laughs> and uh, pretty intense. So the first video segment is basically success in surviving the doom and gloom, getting to the other side of it. Which is where we were and we at were, the last episode, obviously. Oh yeah. I mean, it was pretty pretty doom and gloom for our business and with everything. I don't know, just the trajectory we were headed was not a good one. So we had to get uncomfortable and make some changes. And I believe we definitely did that. We're, we're going to find out if it pays off here soon. We shot so, um... The exciting things that we had talked about uh, on that last podcast was basically signing a new contract. And the really cool thing is we didn't just sign one, we signed two new contracts. Both of which pay basically double what we were previously making. So what did we finish out 2020 with, uh, our annual for our business, right around? Uh, I think it was like 390. So around three, almost 400,000. Almost, we did almost 400,000 doll hairs in production. And that's a four man crew last year. And um, so just to give you a projection, Ideally, we would like to reach the rate of double, but, you know, you realistically... Shut your mouth. What do you mean there's no sound? I can't hear it. What do you mean? Can you hear it now? Is your phone up? <laughs> yes. What is happening I here? I will press the sound button. It says the sound can't be turned on, so... I just thought I'd let you guys know before I did a whole live video. Nobody could hear it. Okay, guys, we're having technical difficulties. <laughs> I think it's my uh, my sound. I've got it on here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just yeah, your phone. Get out of here, Peyton. You're yeah. stupid. We got stupid iPhone. Get out of here. 
So that was my daughter tuning in to the podcast, um, trying to help out. If you guys can't hear us, uh, please let us know. You'll be able to hear it on the actual video that we upload. Um, so basically, yeah, um, ideally, and I think productivity-wise, we would 100% be able to do exactly what we did last year. Like, it was definitely not out of the bounds of possibilities. Yeah, and I mean, it's really hard for you guys to understand, I guess, in, in the normal layman's, I guess, terms of what we do to how we get paid and and all that. Basically, our contract works as we get paid so much money per job we do, and I don't know how to dumb it down, but basically, we were getting screwed left and right. Basically, we would be putting in the work, and we'd be getting paid like just enough to make a little bit of profit and by profit I mean after paying all of our expenses because we made 400 grand last year but you know 200 plus of that went to expenses payments rent taxes you know all that kind of crap so I mean bring home wise it's a lot different and now with this new contract we have the potential to make you know about one and a half times more if not twice as much and then that'll give us more of like a cushion to fall back on a massive cushion especially for times like this like right now we haven't worked since before christmas no. during the christmas break we we kind of took off and we haven't worked and going on here three weeks well we have worked we worked at legacy and uh, nope. you know we signed that new contract also and so basically in our area the uh contract that we were talking about previously um, with everything going on, it kind of got put on hold until around February 15th. So we'll be starting on that around February 15th. We backtracked. We went back in time, which a lot of people generally don't like to do, but... And this is a, this is a good segue into relationships with business. Like, I know, like, a lot of people want to quit their job and go on to other things. And a lot of people say, well, I'll just burn the place down. Don't burn fuck a bridge. You, fuck you, yeah. you know? We don't burn bridges where we what we do. We we keep connections, and we had such a good working relationship with the guy, last guy we did contracts with. He was more than happy to accept us back in and help him out because he needs help as well. You know, getting some work done, and, and he's, was, he's offering us more money, taking taking less away from us. He's giving us a little more freedoms to work with, and we were very pleased more than pleased we definitely did not expect to find two contracts that basically Kirk is now watching <laughs> no that hey, i was like oh <laughs> but uh the, the dying <coughs> ice cube in my throat <laughs> so um yeah, you threw me off with that. Sorry to I was literally about to shut it off, shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> so basically that's one of the guys we contract for. Um but it's um, weird. I didn't know this camera picked up different shades of tomato in your face. Yeah, I I, I get red. <laughs> um but uh <coughs> 
we are exceeding our next year's expectations already and we are at a level to where we were able to get our machine in and get it completely maintenance finally um so we are a hundred percent ready to conquer this year and i project unless we <coughs> catastrophically die we're going to exceed expectations Hopefully. this year That's and terrible. I mean, he's a little more like pessimistic, realist, more and down, I am more down to the ground on it. We're gonna, we're gonna do this. We're going to accomplish our mission. Hopefully, with uh, you know Rona doing whatever the hell Rona's doing right now. Um, hopefully, they backtrack some of these regulations and whatnot, and we can actually open around <laughs> January seventh or seventeenth, um, or that following week. And, uh, but it looks, slot, slot parlor, so our secondary business, um, which has milked us for a full year. And that's fine. That happens. That's what you have to understand when you go and put your, your necks out to achieve a dream or go for a successful route. That we, <clears throat> I mean, doing, I mean, we do the, like, this is all of our choice, you know? I know a lot of people say, oh, boo-hoo, you, you chose to do what you do, which we do. It doesn't mean it doesn't get hard, you know, from, I think September is when we started really getting hit with a lot less paychecks, um, skipped, skipped paychecks, just to make the bills for, you know, what we had coming in. And let's explain that. And we kind of got jerked around with work, which these, these some of these are unforeseeable things. We didn't know this was going to happen or that was going to happen. So, you know, we were pretty strapped. And then knowing we have another business that's completely bleeding only because it can't be opened. So we're paying, you know, monthlies on that business as well. But, and yeah, it's something we chose, but we also see the value in them when it, Blossoms. We're going to be able to reap those rewards so down there, the line. We just got to hold on until that point comes. There's positivity in everything that you're going to do. <clears throat> the positive things about not being able to open Legacy is it is on point. Like, it's going to look amazing, be amazing. It's going to be 100% ready to go. And instead of rushing things, you know, we kind of took, you know, this as a chance to really get everything dialed in with Legacy. And, um, so Jamie, Jamie fact check that. <laughs> and, uh, so it's, it's very exciting. I'm very excited. I'm ex so excited that I'm about to be working 90 to a hundred hours a week. And that's also a choice. And these are the things that you have to choose to do to succeed. You got to be willing to sacrifice pretty much everything. Like with us, even though we're in a very good spot right now, like I would say overly good. I would say I, we're in a very safe spot. I'm good with it. I am so pumped. that. But the hunger has never died. Like I'm still willing to do whatever it takes to, you know, accomplish my goals and make things happen. And to give you a... Things with business that were going wrong was not being able to calculate our finances even, I would say, 30% because of the way our contract was set up. We weren't getting the numbers until we got the check. So we would go out and work and we had no idea what we were getting paid. 
So doing payroll <clears throat> and stuff, which is a tremendous amount of stress for this man. Well, for to not know what we're getting paid is kind of a broad statement. We had a we didn't know, but we had a ballpark. There was a ballpark that we worked in with this company that was like this. Then over time, this ballpark became this. So there was a whole lot harder to imagine. Like there were jobs that we did that we could have made this much or this much. And this difference could have been between anywhere from $1,000 to $6,000 on a week. Huge That's margin. That's a huge margin to, you know, to fuck with. And the fact that we didn't know what we were actually going to get, I don't know. Like I couldn't, I couldn't plan anything. Because they wouldn't tell us doing um, they bills. were shady, and then they would tell us we were going to get this, this, and this, and then they didn't even send checks. They didn't send. You know. And uh, like, let me not shady. I wouldn't use that terminology. They were good to us in their own ways, but to run a proper business, we did not have the information we needed. We could not. You know, he, I know he would literally be pulling his hair out. As you can see, he's missing a lot of it. It's from... only, it's only because I do a hundred push-ups <laughs> and a hundred sit-ups and a hundred squats a day. Oh, That's the only I reason. will be super impressed if anybody actually gets that reference. But, um, you know, he was super stressed out, which then it would trickle down and stress me out because I don't know if my child support's getting paid. I don't know if I'm getting paid. And these are variables that you have to run with for an entire year. Like for me, the, like the stress on me isn't necessarily like what to do with the business. Like a lot of it, like I have to think, oh shit, this is going to cripple Andrew. He needs to make a house payment within this time frame, And we just so happen to be screwed right now. And we're not going to get a check until, you know, what way later on. And that's the kind of things I start seeing. I start seeing the numbers falling down on my Tony Stark setup I got where I just can just pull numbers from everywhere. And when you just see red, 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 and then I have to tell him, hey, start looking at, you know, cardboard boxes for, for a week because <laughs> I can't make numbers poof out of thin air. I mean, and so in saying that, we become, I would say, exceptionally good with money at this rate. Even me, like, I'm getting damn close to your level. And he won't like that because he's going to have to fucking do some crazy stuff to make sure I stay at the, the bottom of the totem pole because <laughs> that's just kind of how we are. You know, we play on each it's other. A, it's an ever-building competition. And, you know, that's the fun of this, I would say. But, um, you know, knowing... When to pull out is super important, um, no pun intended, but, uh, you know, moving forward in what you have to do and what is best for your business, because we could have stayed loyal, you know, we are a loyal company. We like creating these, these bridges, so to speak, in case we ever have to walk back over that. Because there's no backtracking with us. We're either going to sidestep or we're going to move forward. And the really interesting thing of how kind of life works when you're down and out and stuff and you're that hungry and you're looking th for things, you know, you go do random stuff. I'm the random guy. I went and randomly talked to one of our old contractors and it was exceptional. Like, 
beyond anything that we could comprehend. I mean, and again, it helped because we had a, we established a good three-year relationship with the man and brought him a lot of money before. He trusted us. It was more, there was a lot more respect going into it this time because we kind of, we kind of started doing our th thing and he was kind of weird with us, you know, starting out with him and we, we went off and did, you know, a couple years worth of work away from him and improved our trade and now he sees that and he, he values it much more now. I mean, nobody wants to start off a green boot, uh, boot crew that's going to cause a lot of damages or, or cause a lot of issues. <clears throat> so that's completely understandable. Um, but when you stay in the game, whether it be in the red, you know, what was that analogy used with the UFC? Wasn't the UFC well, completely... Well, yeah, Dana White, like if love him or hate him, this man's a brilliant genius. I mean, the way he did business before was he said that he had to operate in the red, which meant he was literally, you know, I think he was millions in the hole, hundreds of millions in the hole, but he still had to operate. He still... It's like it's kind of like driving your car without gas and just keep going no matter what. But like you gotta kind of get out and push it. And apparently, I uh, changed the battery out because it's blinking. Oh <laughs> my gosh! So it, it's this. Hold on, time out. Okay, we're timing, guys. We're timing. All right. So battery break. Um. So basically pushing through, you're going to have like negative thoughts all the time, all the time. Like, and that's, that's human nature. Like thing, you, these people that if you watch any motivational people or whatnot, and they're basically like, just do it. Or, you know, use your affirmations and just be positive all the time. That is not going to happen. That's a farce. Like I'm going to tell it, you right it, now. It, it gets you so far. Like it, it it'll get you through, but. Like, for me, like, he's always more of a motivational kind of a guy, and I just, I don't do that kind of stuff. I just do what I have to do. You're like a train. It sucks. Yeah. You just, you just go. <laughs> you put obstacles in, I'll just, he just, just keep it going. He goes through it. I have to do kind of a circus with my mind because, you know, a lot of the reason why I want to tell our stories is because we're coming from two different avenues in life. I was considered... A loser. Shitbag. A shitbag, uh, so to speak. Um, and I decided to change my life. And it t actually took a long time to mentally get in a mindset of change. Also a curly-headed fuck. <laughs> I was not a curly-headed fuck. <laughs> always been a curly-headed I fuck. have never been a curly-headed fuck. That's a lie. But, um, you know, and just really pushing forward, whereas... He, even when I was friends with him at 19, he was always the same. Just like, but he had his, his crutches too. Don't let him play it up like he's a god. Why do, he, you, why do people assume I think I'm a god? <laughs> I won't go into details, but there, there are, so there are kryptonites. And, um, but it's... For anybody out there that, even coming from two different angles, like me, I would say I'm way more hungry than you. Whereas you just do it. Like, you don't have, like, a necessary... you were 230 pounds. Uh, 
I was way <laughs> hungry. But that's also the competition we're in, to be more muscular than each other. And he beats me in strength, and I just kind of trump him in obesity. <laughs> and, um, but that's the difference in mindsets that we want to offer. Like, if you're more like him and you just do it, here's the facts of the matter. You're still going to get depressed. Life's still going to kick you in the dick, no I'm, matter yeah, if... I'm hardly ever a very... I rarely get depressed. Like, I mean, I, I have moments throughout, you know, the week where it'll just kind of, eh, a little bit, but rarely ever. But when it happens, it gets pretty bad. Kind of like a cold. Like, I never get sick, but if it get, I get sick, it's oh, oh, yeah. done for. I'm out. And, uh, you know, that's why we're doing this, to basically say, oh, hey, those guys are doing it. They're telling you the truth about their debt. They're telling you the truth about, you know, being a loser or their drinking habits, which I have changed a lot in just two months. And well, I'll, I'll oh, get yeah, on well, that. Well, no, I guess within that two months, I guess I started going to the doctor getting shit looked at. I had some sky-high cholesterol and some like, liver issues. record level. Over 500. <laughs> cholesterol. <laughs> I thought you were going to say over 9,000. <laughs> but, uh, which I've got, I've, I, it's not even under control by any means, but I'm taking medicine for that. And then that kind of jump-started him into figuring some shit out. Like, I, I've been almost two months without an energy drink. The, the last energy drink I drank was the one on the last podcast. He went year. to coffee, I went to coffee. And just the energy drinks alone, I... They're done for. And, done for. and then I, eating, I mean, I still eat. Yeah, not great, but I do eat a lot better than I was. A lot better than I was. I don't stuff my face every two Because, I mean, it comes down to the point of if you're going to do all this shit and then you're going to die at 33, the what's the fucking point? So, you see, you can have your business mindset going, but maybe your personal life isn't necessarily on point. And it's still going to trip you up. See, and that's... That like, like he's, you know, if you put your focus... Like, this is one of those analogies that I learned in psychology. And the teacher was smart, but he kind of pissed a lot of people off. Because he goes, no matter what you do in life, you will always think of yourself first. And people are like, oh, I'm not selfish like that, I don't do that. But people do that. Because you have to do that, or else you will die. If you don't do that, you will die. Like, he was putting business and money first, and it drove him down that path to a point to where he was unhealthy, and then he's like, fuck, I, I can't even live if I do this, so I have to get my shit looked at now, too. And he kind of did some stuff yesterday with that. And that's kind of the, the way I did it, too, is with working out, I wanted to be so big and so strong, but I was like, in the middle of it, I was like, man, is it worth that much to die like what you know and you start thinking of yourself and like you have to really take care of your own faculties before you can branch out and master everything else you know it's it's important to be a well-rounded individual whether that be your business mindset your personal your drama you know everything has to like it's it's kind of like a chart if one level goes up and these others stay down, then nothing really progresses. So everything has to kind of rise at that same level. 
and you have to look at your faults. You have to understand your weaknesses. You have to start tweaking things. You have to be honest with yourself. So many you're, people you know, you're only as can't strong be, as your weakest link, essentially. Yes. You know, so many people that I know or see get so offended by the littlest things. Like, you know, when I said, hey, guys, why didn't you say I was fat? You know, like, I would never get offended by that because it's probably true. And so I try to deal in life with truths and say, okay, well, I need to correct this. I'm 233 pounds at 5'9". And I probably got a body fat ratio of, you know, 40% at the time. And so I started dropping weight. And I was like, this is not healthy. I'm going way too far with this. And that's another thing that you have to watch, too, is becoming obsessive on certain things. You need to be well-rounded and make sure the machine's well-oiled all the way around. And you're not just oiling one gear only. The whole machine has to work for success to work. And it's very important that you really deep dive into yourself and say, okay, what are my weaknesses? What do I need to improve upon? And I will never come out here and say, hey guys, we made it. Like we're never gonna get depressed again because in two months, something catastrophic is gonna happen. It'll be a new challenge. And it, it's gonna be a new challenge. And we're gonna hit the brick again, or hit the wall, and we're gonna have to climb it again. And that's what we do. Like, no matter how depressed we get or doom and gloom we get, we don't stop. And that's the main key to all of this, is if you get off track or you get sidestepped or somebody tells you no, or you lose a contract or any of these things that happen, you don't stop. If see, you it's, it's funny because like, Looking back, it's easier to kind of see the things that we've had going on, but we've been told no so much. More than I can even think of. So much. So many no's that we shouldn't even have a, you know, a business. I think we've we been do. laughed at. We've literally been laughed at and said, ha ha, good luck, ha ha, brush along. Like, th there, there are so many people that have counted us out in many many aspects of our life and we just kind of go whatever i mean i think over the years we've gotten a lot better at just not giving a shit and just kind of doubling down on ourselves yeah we find out we find a way to make it work i mean whether that be a personal sacrifice whether that be a financial sacrifice whether that be jeff stabbing <laughs> me in the arm with a screw you know whatever we have to do we we get it done and you know it's not always going to be actually it's probably never going to be hunky-dory i mean it, i was watching something that uh I, he's a motivational speaker it's et he's called and basically he's like yeah phone home <laughs> yeah um and uh He's basically like, the minute that you stop being hungry, you're done. Somebody's going to pass you up. Somebody's going to steal something, a, a contract from you. You're going to get complacent. You're going to get lazy. You're going to misstep somewhere. Because there's always going to be somebody hungry. That's that's the rule. Because there's somebody right now that, like, I wouldn't say necessarily we're in, a, like, the grand primo spot. But if we leveled it in a tier, say we're at level B, and we're trying to work up to A... There are still people in the F 
tier that are trying to work up and the, those people down there are hungrier and hungrier and if we start slowing down you know Slacking we're gonna off, get yeah. we're gonna get passed up you know? you know there's people that are probably just now in our starting position of the first year we did this that are beating their heads against the walls trying to get it done and trying to figure things out and you know if they have a better work ethic or they're doing work uh you know more proficiently then the people that hand these contracts out are going to be like well why wouldn't i go with you know jim jog over there and give him the work because it's going to get done better it's going to get done faster and stuff like that so all of these things play into what we've been trying to show you like the realism the real picture because again like you said i'm the more motivational guy i watch all these people like gary b and you know that goggins goggins you know which he told the raw story he told the truth you know he said he was morbidly obese and stuff like that and he just, you know, he changed it. He kept going. And he has a very different mindset than but, a lot of people can like a lot have. Of, a lot of people don't understand this because of the way they've been raised or put down in society or, you know, the environments around them. But people get stuck in a mindset of they're stuck, essentially. Like, if the, the greatest thing about this life that I've learned is that if there's something you don't like change it you can do that i mean some of it's you know easier said than done but like how much are you willing to go the you know to the lengths to change that you know we we went from not having gyms last march to then, building our own yeah we said fuck it you know it's something we doubled down in and built a gym you know he didn't like being fucking obese over here and he changed it and that <clears throat> and that brings up my next thing on like the mindsets of uh Oh God! It just blanked. Uh, I don't like working resolutions. out in the garage in the freezing goddamn cold. So I put a fucking heater out there if they ever call me back. And a cooling system. And a cooling system. You know, like tired of it. I don't. I like this stopped years ago for me. Like the whole New Year's resolution thing is such a bogus mindset to have. My, my my New Year's resolutions have just, just basically been survived better than last year. That's it. Like, <laughs> get better. It's a continuous mindset. It's a lifestyle. But, like, that's you, the weird thing with, like, New Year's resolutions. Like, I don't ever have those because I don't have a, just a one goal in the year. I have goals every day. Well, you're every thinking... Every single day, I'm like, I need... Ten years this, ahead. Yeah, I'm, I need this done, this done, this done. These are the goals I want to accomplish via you know building the house up better remodeling family crap work crap you know just playing money all of it like it's all continuous goals i keep using this train analogy but it's it's you working bastard. pretty well so you have to think of your your lifestyle and your goals as a train you can't just deviate and say okay i'm going to work on this you need to long-term that and send that train across country and they just need to move in a line together. Like everything needs to, to move together. So, okay, we're finding out, you know, in business, health is super important because why do this shit if you're gonna die? So, okay, we have to work out better or we have to, you know, watch what we're eating and stuff. They all play together and just focusing on one things because what happens when you accomplish the New Year's resolution? 
Is that it? Because that's how most, uh, at least in my perspective, I see a lot of people are like, okay, well, I'm done with all that, kind of like, like a playing that a, hype. Playing a single player game. Like you, people, beat, you beat the mission, you beat the yeah. game, and you're like, well, six, well $68 down the drain. You see that in the gyms? You see that on Facebook? I mean, I did that in the gym. I hit 365 on bench and hit some crazy squats and deadlift numbers, and I got up to 205 in my weight, and I was massive. And then I just kind of didn't I was like what do I do now like how but then then I started thinking well what's all the strength worth if I'm you know killing gonna myself? die right yeah. so I dialed that down too so but you're not necessarily dialing it out yeah you're just changing it you know it's still a part of that line that says you need to be healthy to basically live life and not saying that everybody has said singles and everything or it's gonna work the same for everybody this is just what we are finding and what we are doing to succeed and that's every aspect of life is improving well and like another thing like with with how people choose their paths like uh, some people ask us for advice or whatnot and me and him have different outlooks on it like our buddy jacob that has been on he had a very good opportunity in front of him and he passed it up you know, and Andrew wasn't super thrilled about it, but like, I I thought it was a good good choice for him to to do the opportunity that we presented. But he felt that he needed to do something else, and for me, I find that fine. He he uh, he and believes in himself, and he he thinks he needs to do certain things and kind of make his own mistakes and kind of go his own path, and that's fine too. You don't have to do anything we say or you know how we do things. If take a tidbit, you yeah. know. Then, and that's the whole aspect of this. Like with Jacob, I was emotionally attached. I want literally the best for him in life. And, you know, I... Well, let's just a quick rundown. Jacob came to Andrew just talking. Had Let's say he had a laundry list of problems. Andrew went, fixed it, fixed it, fixed it, fixed it, fixed it. Here's what you do. And he kind of was like, no. And, in a sense you know close but you know it there's a lot of things and this is like we love you know jacob. we love jacob like completely uh i'm gonna kind of let him i'm backing off of him and i'm allowing him to live his life and do what he needs to do in it and if he ever comes back cool but uh that's also a thing about you know, that successful mindset, are you going to beat your face into the ground over somebody that wants to do it their way? And that's something that I learned not to do. I have this amount of energy that I could, you know, put into him, or I could put that energy into moving my life forward. And that's where it comes into this more selfish nature, because that's the, the brass tacks of it. People, you don't do this for for money. You don't do this for, for, glory. for glory. You do this because you want to be better. You want to be a better version of yourself. You want your kids to be proud of you, you know, or there, there's a laundry list of things. And it's, this is the other side of doom and gloom. This is where when all the stresses kind of just wipe away, you get like, 
holy crap, I just collected all this data. I just literally learned all of these life lessons. And then you basically want to hurry up and put them in your pocket because that next tidal wave's coming. And that's, it's always going to do that. But everything that you just hurried up and you lived through and you experienced and you learned from, you can get ready to offset the damage that's uh, and always, always encroaching. And um, that's, that's the main keys that we're really trying to like put out there in our, our messages that you don't have to go to college for 12 years to make $100,000. There's, there's a lot of different avenues that you can take life and you can be very successful and you can do it. You don't have to be the most intelligent. You don't have to be the most ripped out of your, your mind or healthy for that matter. You can have bad habits like I quit dipping. I chew gum now. I haven't dipped. I haven't had a uh, a tobacco product. I was going to say nicotine because this has nicotine in it, but uh, in three weeks now, and that again has nothing to do with a resolution. That is like I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to kick this and that's it. Like this is a life progression. This is a lifestyle. I dipped because I was so stressed out. And then I'm like, this is probably gonna give me mouth cancer or something. Why am I doing this? This is not intelligent whatsoever, so I need to change this. So I'm taking the steps to wean off and not do that anymore and take that self-control. Whereas he would just literally go, done. And not everybody's like that. But again, he has his own you know, Achilles tendons and stuff that he deals with. And, you know, that's for him to figure out, just like everything that you're going to deal with is for you to figure out. And, um... Thanks, Brandles. Um, and, uh, so this next year should be super exciting. You're, you're going to get, like... The most unprofessional. I'm not, I'm not about to yes, his crotch. Don't worry about touch it. Touch my, touch my pee pee. <laughs> but uh, you know, we are doing our best. And another thing with New Year's, you know, goals or resolutions, just if you want to look at it as you want to do better this year, uh, you know, a big thing for people that are goal oriented, you bastard. Um, that would <laughs> hurt that, uh, that I can tell you is don't set like set high goals, but like set small goals. Like for me, like an energy drink thing, I've said no more energy drinks. I've been going, it's almost, you know, going on two months here and as stupid as that is and as little as that is, that makes me feel good. Like it's to the point that I don't want to, like I, the other day I was at a gas station, I was like, man, a Red Bull sounds good. And I was going to go grab it and I was like... Man, I've been doing great. I don't want to do that to myself. I, I'm going to feel like poop anyway. So I grabbed, you know, a coffee and whatnot and just went about my day. And it was just a little victory. And it kind of was like a little morale. That's future. true. And then like yesterday, like we, or the other day, we talked about credit scores and not buying, a, you know, buying houses and all this other stuff. And Which I am kicking ass, by the way. And but, uh, I was like, man, I'm not going to do it yet. I still got a lot of stuff in my house I want to do. And I don't know, yesterday out of nowhere, I decided to paint a fucking bathroom. <laughs> so, and I feel really good about it. It was be, just a little Because goal. what are you doing? What, what's your goal with that? I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm investing into my house, into myself, and making it, you know, the value 
rise. So when you do get that dream or go for that dream house, you can resell your house for a lot more. Mm -hmm. And it just gets you that much closer. And that's, uh, I saw something really cool from Elon Musk. And he basically was like, if you're going to set a goal, don't necessarily set small ones. And this is kind of the flip side to his thing. Well, because I think it's it's like, yes, two-parted. you got to have the little ones to get to the big ones because it's like a train. Mm -hmm. It moves it, down the track. It's like almost like a snowball effect. You do this little goal, this goal, this goal, and just but keep climbing. And you got to have your eyes on that distant prize to, you know, make it there. And he basically said... You know, if you want to be a millionaire, set your goal to be a millionaire. You may not accomplish that, but because you set such a big goal, you're going to be a hell of a lot further than if you would have said, well, I want to make $100,000 like, a year. Kind of like when my big goal was to gain weight. Mm -hmm. I always was like, oh, 10 pounds, 5 pounds. Because I was 165, and I had never dreamed being 170. Then I got to 170. Oh, I never dreamed of being... And he's like, well, you'll be 200 pounds. I was like, Psh, never. And then I was... 205 fucking pounds like and then set, i was morbidly obese. you gotta set those goals like you you gotta think a little bit outside the box too i think he's right on that if you want to do a goal also set a big giant goal like if i want to be a millionaire i want to be a billionaire god damn it yeah because that, maybe maybe i'll be a millionaire and that, i could be happy with that that you know? big goal is a lifestyle you have to understand that to get to that big goal you have to have a lifestyle everything has to be on point to get there and so these little intermittent goals like again like small things like this it's not a goal for me like it's just a lifestyle change to say okay when i'm 50 and i do have a million dollars i'm not going to get half my face sawed off <laughs> you know and i can actually enjoy what i literally cried semi sometimes thought about dying for and uh you know it's not always going to be doom and gloom like i said you're gonna have the negative thoughts you you i'm not going to just say push through it but that's where he comes in and he says just push through it. with me i have to do some acrobats acrobatics in my head to basically get my mindset to keep moving forward package just dropped off <laughs> and um so that's kind of where we're at with the doom and gloom of 2020 and the here's the facts 2020 wasn't a bad year like we persevered we literally conquered it for a lot of people it was detrimental and we'll get into that in our next video because that video is going to get very heated you're going and, to see this man and i'm going to foot. actually because he's that conspiracy i'm going to say a lot of my personal beliefs opinions, in this opinions. opinions don't don't and, don't throw us on the cross yeah for opinions i mean i well you're gonna see you're gonna you're already like pushing the buttons and i'm like like already just <laughs> like so it's it's just important to move forward no matter what if your feet are bloody move forward if you you know lose your shirt move forward if you lose your house move forward if you lose your drive move forward if you get super depressed 
move forward. It's when you stop in those moments that you are done and you lose it all. And that's like our biggest thing that we could ever tell anyone is keep moving forward. You have to push yourself. Essentially tortoise in the hair, you know. Is like the hair, you can be as fast as you want, but as long as you're moving forward, you're still gonna hit that finish line. You're still gonna get that prize. That goal, that big goal that you set, always gets closer and closer and closer. It doesn't matter how fast you go. Uh, you know, for us, maybe a million dollars takes 10 years, but. I mean, I also in that process, you know, say we want to be millionaires in five years, it might not happen, but along that way we're going to learn tools and trades and you know just life in general we're going to learn and compile all that and we're going to be greater as we go anyway so it's going to be easier and easier and easier as long as we keep so going it's that way. like a train God the damn, you further you go the faster and the more steam you I'm pick up goddamn get a train set <laughs> over here so there you go there's your if analogy one train analogy in the next video i'm Fucking call me, call me Thomas the Tank Engine. So, but that is it for Doom and Gloom. Um, it's been a wild two months, two months, and a lot has changed. But as you see, I came out tobacco free. I came out thirteen pounds lighter. Uh, I came out financially a lot better. And at the time that we were videotaping that. I didn't know what tomorrow looked like. We were broke as hell. Broke as <laughs> like, hell. So like, bad. And like right now, we're not, thankfully. We we did a couple big jobs at, at the last of the year, and uh, now we're going into this year with a lot more. Like we got we're gonna, tanks. We're going to make sure we're safe next yeah. year. We're going to cushion this. We're going like, to pad the account. We're going to definitely learn from our mistakes. And we're going to learn from running in the red for so long. You know, when, when we do have a surplus of money, it's not going to be wasted. Like, it's going to sit for, like, maybe next winter. It's even worse than this last winter. Even though winter's not over, but we pretty well have conquered winter, thankfully. And uh, that generally doesn't happen. We're about two months early on that. And we've smashed it. So that's a really cool thing. And so that's maybe saying that next year there isn't even a winter downfall, potentially, because we, you know, we're intelligent with our money and we put money up in places to have reserves. And I don't anticipate us running in the red coming up. So but anticipate. I, but it's always in my mind. It's, if it's in my mind, it's not happening. I will not let that happen. <laughs> I will not let that happen. So... That is uh, success in doom and gloom and basically getting to the other side of it. And, you know, sorry about our pause, but when uh, push comes to shove... We had we, to really double down into getting shit in gear. We, we didn't, like, I'm not saying we didn't have time to videotape, but we... Mentally... There but, wasn't a time yeah. for it. We had to really regroup and really had to... Uh, double down on other aspects i'm like this is a hobby this isn't this is know, for you guys like this is for anybody yeah. that even gives a damn like this is for ourselves this is for you know this is for everybody this you is know, it, it, you know we i mean i've i know some people are watching here but we have hundred literally i could say hundreds of listeners on our podcast because i see the numbers i see you know people from fucking argent to 
Argentina, not Argenta. <laughs> well, you know, people from all over listen to us for some weird reason, and if we can help one person, just one, I mean, we don't even have to know the fucking people. And that again, something. Th- we're not looking for this to be anything. We're looking for it... We had to learn this the is, hardest this is something way. that we can go back on and show our, you know, adult children at some point, or, you know, friends that we acquire throughout the life, or if we, you know, say we fucking we are billionaires in you know, like three years, we could come back and go, this is the archive, or say we're complete losers and we go, this is how, and, that, and that's <laughs> that's. Basically, you see this with a lot of very rich motivational speakers, and they'll like kind of dive into their lives and whatnot. Take Gary Vee, like he'll say he worked, you know, his entire twenties, but you don't know what he actually went through, how the experiences, the did he ever get depressed? You know, he's always just this one track thing, which isn't a bad thing. But that's something that I wanted to do was show people the true nature of success. To show the ups and downs and, you know, the curveballs that come. And, you know, granted, this isn't going to fit everybody's wheelhouse because if you choose to go this route, you're going to be in a different, you know, kind of genre of business. Maybe you're in retail. You know, it's not going to fit perfectly, but the mindset or, you know... The, the forward-moving motion of the train. You want to know something funny? Never stops. Andrew used to not be able to say the word genre. He used to call it gene. Listen. <laughs> listen. He, he, texted, he called me on it. What kind of gene of music do you listen to? <laughs> I never claimed to be the most intelligent person. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I have improved <laughs> genre. Sorry. It's a good way to end that one. It's fine. <laughs> so, on that note, just remember, guys, <laughs> give it everything you got. Everything you got. <laughs> <laughs>